0: Hey, it's Ariel Anderson, and I'm just here today to remind you to ask for what you need. Did you know you're allowed to do that? Sometimes I don't. I honestly don't. I feel like there are certain things that are just the way they are, and then there'll be a moment where I realize, oh, wait a minute, I could actually ask for what I need right now, and then they, whoever they are, can choose yes or no. What a concept, right? Your partner, the person in front of you, the person at school, admin, your child, whoever's there that could possibly assist you or support you or give you an answer or make life simpler. What if you simplified things? What if, well, I'm always talking about simplifying things, right? But what if things could be different? And some pressure could be relieved. Some energy could be regained or recovered or kept. What a concept, right? So today I want to talk a little bit about that because there have been some moments it's like something woke up in me. Oh, I can do that? It's one of those things where you think, this is ridiculous. How did I not get this before? Now, maybe you're of that personality where that comes easily to you. And can I just say, I envy you. I do. I envy that anyone who can so easily ask for what they need. And I think that's why that book, what was that book that my friend gave me? Why Bitches Get Married? Something, not a nice title with the bitch thing, but it was, the whole idea was that these tough women or these women who were just like, do this, do that, you know, from the outside, it would look horrible. But at the same time that this is very stereotypical, of course, that the partner knew, uh, you know, where they stood. And I think that's that way in life as well, because sometimes we have resentment, right? I do. I, I have, how did they not offer that? Why did they, why were they just standing there? How did they not know to help or to offer this or, oh my gosh, I spent too much of my life doing that. And recently something woke up where it was like, wow okay, what's the worst that can happen? Someone says no. Ta-da. Right. And we may have talked about this before, but this feels really strong right now at the end of the year as there's the pile on from the whole year of all the shoulds that, you know, what did you think you were going to do that you didn't do and what actually happened. And, you know, that sort of daily, weekly, monthly life as a parent, I think there's often especially as a female. Sorry, the female energy, the feminine energy, whatever you want to say that's politically correct. It's different. It is just different, you know, because I watch my husband just turn around and like the house is a mess and my daughter's screaming and he's like, I'm going for a bike ride. You know, it's just different. It's just different. I'm sorry. Uh, And if you fall into the other category, then... I proved me wrong. Send me a message at arielimperfectparenting.net. I want to hear your story. That's great. Tell me all about it. Uh, meanwhile, <clears throat> the reality that I know, excuse me, I'm, I have keep clearing my throat because I'm still dealing with the illness in my chest. I, I'm just in awe that we take on so much. And so how to shift that? Well, one of the things, and we talked last week about simplifying, and was that last week? I don't know when that was. Anyway, we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago about simplifying, making things fun and easy. And sometimes that doesn't seem possible. But one of the other ways to do that is is asking for help or, or asking if what you think is true is true. <laughs> That's a funny one, right? But it's true. Sometimes we have an idea. So, for example, I don't know if I shared this, but I was preparing for <clears throat> donation to the school for an auction, which raises money for the school and the classes and everything. And I was going crazy before the holiday. <clears throat> One of the things that led up to my illness, of course. And uh, and I was going nuts. I was like, okay, they said drop off till three and the auction starts tomorrow. And I was going crazy or maybe it was, I don't know what it was. So I was like running around and my daughter had come home and she's really wanting just to engage, but I'm trying to get all this done because I wanted to get it done before the auction started. And I was making us all crazy because I wanted to get this done and out. Did I already talk about this? Oh my gosh. I hope not. Anyway, maybe. Uh, and, and so then I just called her up. I called up the, sorry, her, I called up the foundation that runs the auction. And, uh, I said, is this even going to go up tomorrow? Are you even going to be able to accept this? Like I'm making myself crazy trying to, because I think there's a deadline and I have an idea of what that means. What does it really mean? And I was basically let off the hook, like, you know, it's probably not going to go. It's 99.9% sure that you're, none of the things that you drop off are actually going to go in this week until you, I don't remember what it was. It was like so don't worry about it. Like, take, take the pressure off, basically, is what she what said. She was so nice. I thought that she would be full of stress and grumpy. And, and I was just... It was just exactly what I needed. And so I just took the, took the gas pedal off our lives. And we had a better day. There was less arguing because it was starting. The tension was building. And, and I just said, you know what? Why am I, why am I putting this pressure on myself, actually? So I'm glad that I made that call. I had this this intuition, this hit, you know, call them, find out if it's true. And so that was powerful. And I think checking in with people in general is so important because we think we've got it right, whatever it is, you know, what time we're supposed to be somewhere, if we have to be exactly on time, what we're actually expected to bring. I mean, how many times has it happened where you had an idea in your head and then you make yourself crazy, maybe your family crazy? To make something happen and you get there and no one else has done that. (laughs) I'm laughing because it happens all the time. I think about way back when, when I was in Australia in the Blue Mountains and I was in this silent retreat. Oh my gosh. Okay. I remember during the silent retreat, they had laid out these rules of the things that are not rules, but intentions, I guess, of the best way to move forward to really fully dive into this experience you know, getting up at, I forget what it was, 4.15. It was, I forget how many, it was like 10 and a half hours. If you added it all up from four something in the morning until 10 o'clock at night, 10 and a half hours of meditation. I mean, we're talking a person, me, who hadn't done 10 and a half minutes of meditation before this. Maybe I had with friends, like some special occasion, you know, trying to bring peace to the earth or something, but not really. I mean, it was different. Okay. And, uh, and so it was like, crap, I have to do that. That's a lot. But I'm all in, you know, if I go to a movie, even if it's crappy, I'll watch it to the end, pretty much 99.9% of the time. Because I just there's this sort of idea, like, if you take it, if you go all the way through, there could be something there. And often that is the case. If you stop in the middle, like something, you know, you stop in the uncomfortable parts, you don't get to the good stuff. And not just in movies, but in meditation, and uh, things that are moving things inside. That is often the case, as I've discovered with clients as well. There's like that second, third, fourth, somewhere in there. There's a black hole space that happens and everybody wants to run the other direction from that. Same thing happens on weekend retru- weekend retreats. So that was happening there as well, uh, is that I was like, I want out of here. This sucks. This is, I'm in the darkest place of my mind right now. I want to get out of here. And I thought I was the only one feeling that. Well, a couple people did leave. And apparently they went through the same thing. And I'm sad because they missed the good part. Um, but uh, on the other side of that darkness was something pretty amazing. But that wasn't really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the fact that I thought everybody else was getting up and doing all this stuff. And I was exhausted and thinking, holy crap. How how can everybody do this? But I'm not going to be the only one who doesn't. And this is what we're doing. So I'm going to do it. And then when we started talking on the whatever it was, the 12th day. <laughs> I find out that most people were, or a lot, most people, I'm pretty sure, from what I gathered, were not doing 10 and a half hours of meditation a day. They were taking naps and going for walks and doing a lot of other things. Not that. And so I was just laughing because I was thinking, well, that was the idea that I had in my mind, which was true according to my brain and my thoughts and my ideas, was that that's what everybody was doing. And it's not that I couldn't do it. I mean, it's not that I could... What am I trying to say? It's not that if I didn't do what everyone else was doing that it mattered. It was just I wanted to give it the full experience, and I also thought, well, you know, we're all doing this, and you know, let's let's go all in. It's just funny. I just laugh at myself, but I think we do this too as parents. Well, everybody's volunteering and everybody's doing stuff for the auction and everybody's showing up on time to pick up and everybody, whatever the perfection. Whole is that we you know throw ourselves into this kind of misconception of reality and then you find out you know I talked to one perfect parent who's just you know really sweet and lovely and I I just love having chats with her and, and I just look at her as like the perfect mom her house is always perfect it's not that her kids are always perfect or she's always it's just you know, we're human beings but we're but you know things seem like all the ducks are in a row and all that and she's like Oh, well, I can't do it all. I have to choose what I pick and choose what I do. I can't the auction stuff. No, I'm not doing that. Good for you. <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you mean you're not doing it? Um, you know, so everybody chooses how they do things, and I realized that you know this idea, these little moments of getting trapped into feeling like everybody da da da, or I'm supposed to, or that's the right thing. I mean, there is definitely the right thing. Kind of gets in there. But giving yourself permission, you know, ask around, find out. Maybe you're not like me. Maybe you don't need that permission to just not do things. Um, My husband and I are very much like that. You know, we're like, you know, what is the thing, the right way to do things or the things that we're supposed to do? We do get stuck in that in moments, which is funny because people wouldn't guess that. And we do rebel, both of us, against being told what we're supposed to do, which is ironic a little bit, right? But there's this part of there is a very, very deep integrity that if we commit to something, we don't like to back out of it. So it's not that we can't say no. It's just if we do say yes, which we all, both of us kind of tend to be overly enthusiastic about what's possible <laughs> with time, energy, family, reality, possible illnesses popping up, et cetera. We do. We dive into things and we think, uh, why did I take that on? So I have a tendency to kind of show up and then, you know, I do, do, do. And then I realize, I, oh, wow, I got it back out of here a little bit. Uh, like for volunteering, I was like, I can't do every other week. That's way too much for me in my world. Um, that's a lot. I could do once a month. Oh, That reminds me. I need to do that. Maybe I'll do that next week. Uh, so that's that. I mean, in the old days, it would have been once a week without kids um now it's different and that's okay like it's coming into this I was just watching something called if only I think it's Spanish from Spain uh on Netflix and you know this mom is sort of overburdened her kids don't want to be with her they're kind of always turning on their devices okay I know we're in Waldorf maybe it would be different but seriously people still tune you out uh they don't she doesn't feel appreciated her she has partners problems with her partner feels like she's given up everything and has nothing like she just doesn't have feel a point you know in a lot of things and she gets an opportunity to see if she's going to do it again or not you know and uh, I think that we have these opportunities every day to decide how we're going to be in life as a person as a parent and Uh, We have to remind ourselves that we choose what we choose. We say yes to what we say yes to, and we get to say no to things. And remembering that when we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. And when we say no to something, we're opening up the possibility of what can be there as a yes that it's something that satisfies us. Now, I'm not saying say no to everything that's supporting your school and your kids and your family. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying choose things in a way that bring you joy. Oh, I'm going back to that two weeks ago, but it's true. Because you know my whole purpose for fertility, for parenting, for being a person creating a new business, it's all about the same thing. It comes down to one, two things. I want you to find your way to your joy and health. Because without that, what are we doing here? Now, that said, do I get my dark spaces? Hell yeah. I've been in some pretty dark spaces of late, especially when I got sick and I was hardly able to speak and to do one thing a day, you know, was enough. That was it, maximum. One meaning like folding laundry, going to sort out my phone, whatever. Like, it's just insane when you're used to doing a lot. But it's also a reminder of slowing down and how good it feels. It feels good to say no. Do we have to have an excuse to say no? Why do we feel we have to have a reason to say no? Maybe you're not like me. That's okay. You don't have to be. But me, <laughs> I often feel, and I watch Mons do the same thing, like I'm sick so I can't. I don't have a car so I can't. <laughs> you know, like, uh whatever, Ella's sick, so we can't, I don't know, I'm using a lot of sick because that's been lately what's been, you know, buzzing around, what if you freed up energy on your own, you reclaim that energy for you and what you love to do, what if we could make things fun and get that energy back and not be saying, I'm tired all the time but really, when you're doing what is yours, yours to do, is like we talk about in the opening into you, is that what is yours to do and what isn't yours to do? Yeah, that's true. Uh, it makes such a difference. Anyway, um, I am loving human design. I'm loving being a mom, and I'm constantly rediscovering what my path is with you and and in life and to support you know, you and the community that's asking for that support. And uh, I'm excited to, you know, see how that unravels and unrolls. And uh, I know I had said I was going to do a parenting thing. I think it has to wait till the new year because I need this time for me. And I look forward to seeing you back on Instagram and TikTok. Right? Uh, again, those are down in the description. If you want to come to opening into you and kind of dive into that, you know, what's yours to do, what's not and all that, you're welcome to come at 10 AM today, uh, Pacific. Um, there'll be a link down below, or you can just write me at net and, uh, we'll see what happens after that. All right. Uh, anyway, that's just some little side gig, gigness that I've been enjoying and otherwise I hope your holiday season is going well and that you enjoyed Mikolash and Lucia and all the other good things that are buzzing around your world. Keep saying no to what needs a no and yes to what needs a yes. Wish you a beautifully and perfect day and holiday season. Bye. Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IPParents. You can also write me at ariel at or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and Have a beautifully and perfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.